Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 100 of Grief Burrito. I'm Harrison. I'm Jordan. I'm Lulu. And I'm Nick. And if this is your first episode, you've joined us on a wonderful one because not only are we your favorite comedy, gaming, movie, and entertainment podcast, but we have made it through a hundred years being sealed away fighting Ganon. How amazing is that, Jordan? That is incredible. I almost couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. I'm I almost couldn't believe it. It did happen. We made though. it. It so did happen. I believe it. And yeah. I'll, I'll say that we have done more than 100 episodes. We've actually done 163. What? But this is the, yes, this is the 100th full length, like proper episode, because that includes all of our like mini episodes. And Jordan, do you realize that you have been part of the Grief Burrito podcast longer than you haven't? Because remember you joined in episode 16 and you yes. were like, oh, I'm, I'm new. I'm the new boy. But now <laughs> instead we have the other two newbies, don't we? We have Nick we and do. Lou with Hello. us. So thank Hello. you again for coming on. I'd just like to point out, yes. I'm still the youngest though, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. You are, you are. <laughs> For now. <laughs> only just, only just. <laughs> Sadly, I am the oldest, as you graciously reminded me before we started the episode. Non-stop reminding. And not stop. You will never stop. Can't stop, <laughs> won't stop. And that ties nicely into the episode today, because I am prefacing to you listeners and to all of you guys as well, that collectively we have been gaming for 100 years between us all which is insane to even make that statement. Have you done the maths? Pretty much. Like to my, to my best estimate. To sure, my, you're 75, to my, right? Yeah, you, you, got, you got a good third of this. Yeah, to my, my best recollection and my, to my dad helping me with this, I think I've been gaming since I was about four. Um, so I, I can take like a nice even quarter of this pie chart of gaming. I like a big chunk of pie. So I'm going to take the 25 years. I can say that without a doubt, I've been gaming for at least 25 years. So I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, before we get into our gaming histories for each of us, I have a little game and viewers will keep seeing me looking over at my notes because I have to keep looking at the rules to make sure that I get this right. <laughs> so all four of us have in our dank possession pouches a hidden secret game hidden within the mind nodes. And what we're going to do at timed intervals, we're going to state five words each to a total of 25 words for each of us. And then what we can do is, is try and guess the game that we're talking about. So each of us at the end can guess our lovely listeners and the views on YouTubes can see if they can guess it as well, if they I like. Pen and paper shit. Uh, I know, uh, <laughs> you better get something handy. So that is 100 years of gaming with 100 words collectively between us to describe games. Um, have any of you guys played Atmosphere? Yes. No. Oh, shit. The, the yes. board game. Oh, yes. so oh. good. It's so it is so good. good. I, I mistakenly took that into primary school uh, <laughs> as a game to play. Many like on Fridays. Children. Yeah. Oh, I think it was. like We had the scary one where it was the guy who looked like Emperor Palpatine and he had like glowing green eyes. Is it and it was that, like, for, what did you say? Sorry, is he the one that like melts slowly throughout the game? Like until he's eventually Oh, just, I don't know. I remember playing it as a kid and it was just, you were, you were waiting as the like, the like quiz master or whatever he was called to ask you to do stuff. But throughout the game, like his skin slowly fell off. You know, that's really, oh, weird. fuck. Yeah, that was freaky. Is I don't know if it was that one. You've done in your spare time, Nick. Uh, me, me, and Gran, me and Grandad Joe <laughs> used to peel his skin. Sounds like a sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> it really does. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, when a, demon it's a scary thing. Like, for you guys, if you haven't played it, or any listeners, if they don't know what we're talking about, Atmosphere is a board game where you have a video, or, well, if you are as old as us, a video or a DVD in the new ones, 
that had a it, I don't like you said I don't know if it was a quiz master or a game master it was something like that wasn't it Nick yeah yeah and through intervals through the game this horrifying thing would pop up and it's all like thundery sky that in the background and he'd just pop up and just go stop and then make you do a task and then you'd just carry on and you'd disappear again but it was really quite scary like it was uh, good fun I still have it somewhere I think we we should do that we should when we're allowed to travel we should do a live burrito thing or like oh yeah we'll all play it yes that'd be yes. fun I'd be well up for that yeah we could totally do that I mean even if we're in lockdown we could probably still do that anyway you could probably find the video of the guy somewhere that we yeah. can all play I'm not at the digging same out time. a VHS cassette. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it properly. I, I want like the reading lines and everything. I want it to be really like crackly and nasty. The full experience. Yeah, you got to get it. So if we're ready with our words, do you want to give us your first words, Jordan? Would you like to go first? I will go first, just because you asked so nicely. Okay, is everyone ready for the five words? Yes. People yes. at home, so ready. Yeah. pens and paper ready? Yeah, get them ready. Okay, so my five words are a family-oriented... Fuck, a family-oriented goth befriends. Oh, okay, so you've done like a sentence of five words. Yes. Okay. Wait, uh, are you not Lulu, just... Oh, right, are we not doing it the way I thought we were doing it? <laughs> no, that's fine, it's fine. You want me to go with my one? Yeah, give us your first five. Okay. A lean, mean skateboarding machine. A lean, mean skateboarding machine. Okay. And Nick, would you like to give us your five words? Confused, cross-dressing, clone, terrorist, mega corporation. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to give me that one again. So confused? <laughs> yeah, I need to take a note of this. Okay, I apologise. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what confused. I'm doing. Cross-dressing, clone, terrorists, mega corporation. Megacorp. Very nice. Okay. And my first the five words. What the fuck are these games? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my first five are hat, neglect, sphere, team, and bubble. And with that, let's get on to our sections. Okay. So our first gaming section is going to be the first five years of gaming. So we're going to break these 25 years increments down into chunks of five years. So not to five first. Uh, like I said, I started to think at the age of four with the Atari ST1040, which is a very old console for anyone who knows that. And games were on the fabled floppy disks, which I think were like, was it a 10 meg floppy disk? I think, Jordan, I think if I was correct, it was something some, like something that. Something around that. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Crazy small. Now, the first game I actually played was a game called Fire and Ice, and I have the copy right here. Pull it out. For you guys on the cam, you can see the game right now. If you're not watching on the YouTube channel, get on the YouTube channel. You can see the game boxes here because I can show them. So this was a platformer where you played as a fast, spiky blue animal, which sounds very, very familiar. However, I think this one came first before Sonic the Hedgehog, which is insane. Have any of you guys seen it? No, I haven't. But no. I'm excited to see no. the video of this. <laughs> to yeah. see you showing yeah. it. It's, it's, it's quite cool, the Atari. Like back in, back in the days of the Atari, the, the, the graphics that the console actually had were quite like a defined style. Like they didn't look like, you know, when you get games like, um, like Street Fighter was on Sega and it was on SNES. And I think it was on the later Ataris as well. 
it, it all looked the same. Like you might get a slight variant in color palette, but for the most part, the graphics looked the same. However, on the Atari, the graphics were so particular looking. There was this weird certain style that they always did. And they did it for the same for Magic Pockets, which was made by the Bitmap Brothers. Have any of you guys seen that game? No. no, no. Can't say I have. Okay, so Bit, uh, <laughs> Bitmap Brothers were, I'm, I'm guessing they were brothers. I don't actually know whether they were, but they made a couple of games. I've got, I think I've got that one here as well. I am sorry, anyone, if there is a noise in the background. My puppy is currently attacking things. Oh. That's okay. We don't mind pu puppy noises. Uh, there's Magic Pockets for you. So you play as a very 90s child with a sideways baseball hat. And something that always shocked me about this game. Sideways, the man's insane. Yeah. What a madman. <laughs> yeah. He must be cool. <laughs> He's he got stacks of levels, heaps of weapons, swarms of intelligent nasties. Allegedly. I don't remember there being any music in this game, but it says the music was by Betty Boo. So I'm, I'm quite shocked by that. As far as I was aware, there was no music. But the cool thing about it was when you held the attack button, your pockets swelled up to a massive size and then you threw tornadoes out your pockets. And I guess that was why they were magic. Um, oh. Jordan, did you ever play an Atari? <laughs> <laughs> and that is why they are magic. And that, my son, you have learned why they are magic. <laughs> the pockets swelled to an unbelievable size. <laughs> Rambunctious size. <laughs> Let the pockets flow through you. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. So you don't I, know. I think the only time I've played an Atari was when I've gone to conventions. Uh, I don't think I've ever played one like recreationally as such is a bit before oh, okay. my time the first console i actually ever remember playing was a playstation one wow okay are we are we talking like the original the big gray block playstation or the ps1 is in the little the, roundy boy the, the big gray block the one that could kill someone if you threw it hard enough Oh yeah, definitely. Sorry, could. Yeah. That I looked directly into the camera as I said so kill someone. Sorry, whoever's watching this on YouTube. Um, <laughs> yeah, got a bit scary then. I remember coming downstairs on I think it was just a normal day, uh, and my cousin had set it up for me. Uh, who was like, he was a really big influence for why I got into video games, and mm -hmm. yeah, I ended up playing Crash Bandicoot two, I think, and that was nice. kind of where my my love for video games formed. I spent all my time playing games. Uh, it was just such a weird, weird thing to get into because obviously I'd never done anything like that before. And then yeah. it's, it's kind of grown with me throughout my life because now I don't know any different. It's so yeah, weird. I, and don't, I think, I don't think that, that we're quite lucky. Experience. Yeah, I, I can understand why people can't get into games at an older age because it, it is a jarring experience having to learn how to like use analog sticks at the same time. Think about yeah. that. It's like learning to drive, mm. how to know how much clutch to use, how much to use um, the accelerator. It's mental. You're using your hands to do all these different things at the same time. You can be doing like four inputs at once, which is crazy. It is, man. Like it, It's weird. And it, it's cool to see how far it's changed from being someone who's played like, from, from my standpoint, seeing games on an Atari and then seeing it even just a jump from that to like a NES, like that is a that's a huge leap already. Yeah. And then going to like nowadays when we're playing on like Xbox One X's and Series X and Switch and all that, you know, PCs, that sort of stuff. It's amazing what you can see. Like Lulu and Nick, I'm, I'm interested. Let's go to, we'll go to Lulu mm -hmm. first. Where did you start gaming? What was the first console that you had? So the first console I had, well, technically a, a place, well, yeah, I'm going to say Game Boy Color 
if we're really it's handheld okay, but game nice. boy color was like my my first like proper introduction with gaming but i really i was going okay. going into to my mind palace and trying to think of ah. like the first actual game i ever played so the first actual game i played was on pc but i wasn't really like a pc gamer and the first game that i played and i think i must have been oh, i don't know maybe five was um arthur's computer adventure on cd-rom <laughs> Okay. I, I don't know if you guys are uh, were ever into the Arthur cartoon as a kid, but that's like my very oh, first like game. Yeah, it's oh, a wonderful kind of day. Hey, that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they had this like this thing called like the Living Book series, so it was like games for like reading and math and vocabulary. So it was like learn and game at the same I remember time. Those. I remember those at school. Yeah, yeah, as well because there used to be one with like a dog, and there'd be like a little cutscene when you did right, like you did got stuff right and stuff. That was such a weird time. No way. That's, that was like a serious blast from the past. Thank you, Louis. That was, uh, yeah, I do remember those. His mind. sister was a total bitch, though. I hated DW. <laughs> oh, yeah. she was a pain oh, in the yeah. arse. My God. Yeah. I'm she, trying to think. Is there anyone worse? I mean, Megan from Drake and Josh. She's oh, a, yeah. She's a bell. What about the she's girl a, from... She's a bell. She's a bell. I love that today. insult. Is it Hey Arnold? Yeah. What's the girl who's come football head? Helga. Hey, Helga. Helga. Hey, oh, football yeah. hair. Can I just point out, by the way, <laughs> that Lucy said she went into a mind palace. Yeah, a decadent never, marble. That is like the that is the most amazing description I've ever heard of like going through your memory banks and stuff. Whereas everyone else's in this, I guarantee, is just like a fucking dumpster fire. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm retiring to my mother memory bin. We just throw stuff into it, filing cabinets. I was like, I'm just going into my yeah, mind palace. Paper oh, everywhere. I'll be back shortly. Have you, have oh, you never heard you. that before, the mind palace? It's from uh, Sherlock mentions it, doesn't he? And Darren Brown uses it. It's actually a real mind technique to like sort through your memories. The hell is a mind palace? No. Surely it'd be like, I don't know, like a library or something. Why a palace? It's Why the so it's same kind of thing. Yeah, you assign like objects to different items around the rooms that you know. So you're like, this is getting way out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, give us your games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my uh my first console, Your first console. was uh the sega mega drive oh, okay um, good one this is a good side swipe for the sega boys okay yes. uh, and the first game i had for that if i remember rightly was zombies ate my neighbors that is amazing it's it, nice it's yeah and then i think it would have been like the original sonic but yeah zombies ate my neighbors i think i must have i might be wrong but because um, I'm so old, I don't remember too well anymore. Um, <laughs> back, back in my day. Back in my day, <laughs> games were a stick and a hoop. Um, <laughs> back in my day, you, are, you had A, B and C, none of this X and Y bollocks. <laughs> um, I think I must have been around five when I, when I got a Sega okay. Mega Drive. I think that's right, yeah, about five years old. So yeah, Sega Mega Drive was my first. I remember my dad buying it me for Christmas and my stepbrother at the time was furious so not long after he had a mega drive as oh, well shit. but that was back when like <laughs> games came built in with things as well so i think you got like yeah sonic built in with it and possibly it might have been golden axe yeah oh golden yeah axe that thing as well. yeah because sega was built into one of the no sonic was built into one of the segas wasn't it yeah, yeah that's, i think uh, so was that the mega drive 2 yes i think it was it was the smaller one because it was the like the big chunkier version, and they did like a smaller version that had 
red buttons like that means something to anybody right now but red buttons yeah is the red, red button sega yeah that's how you knew you were a special boy if you got well, the red button sega was, for christmas the one of them had the, like the the um i'm trying to do like the i'm doing the hand motion like the the flip over lid didn't it and the other one had yes. one we just slot it in with the dust cover yeah did you guys yeah. play splatterhouse on that yes that was so no. fucking good they made a remake of that in like i can't that it's like 2013 or something it was really xbox 360 i think it was yeah so good so Mm. good for some reason they were unlockable nudes i don't know why but you know still a good game fair (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why. yeah such a good game splathouse i mean that that generation was a great one like i didn't place a a friend of mine will perry shout out to him we've mentioned him a few times on the podcast and he's been on um he was he was the the guy who had the Sega for our friend group, so we used to go over to his and play Streets of Rage and Golden Axe. Like they were great. The multiple multiplayer games on the Sega Mega Drive were like astounding. They did they did multiplayer really really well, uh, especially like with Sonic Two when you were as Tails and you were like just let me keep up, stop running away, and you're like <laughs> you get left behind as the screen kept like drifting on. Um, did did <laughs> my my uh, the console I went onto after that was the NES, like I mentioned before. So this is. My dad brought the NES home for us guys. And I, I'm sure I've mentioned this before about Marvel Madness with the, the isometric style. And I think this era going on to like the Sega and the NES is when I realized that music in games could be really good. Like Marvel Madness's music was really good. If anyone wants to look it up, I'll, I'll stick it in the links as well. And Mega Man 4, which I, I, I know for a fact I've mentioned, like Jordan, we've spoke about Amazing Mega Man game. before, haven't we? Yeah, Mega Man's it's awesome. It's such a good game series. And the music on that was actually, I think, what got me into music. Like I remember just leaving a level on just to listen to the music, just like, oh, man, this is sick. Like Schoolman's music was amazing. And it, it was the story through that game that, I don't know. It started to show that you could have story in games. And for me, that was the the era of gaming, like with that and maybe like the original Super Mario playing that multiplayer with a very good friend of mine called Emlyn, who unfortunately passed away, uh, uh, well, 10 years ago now. It's a real fucking shame. But yeah, like multiplayer then will always stick with me as an amazing thing. Like, did any of you guys play the NES as well? Did any of you guys have Nintendos? Yeah, I, I had had one. I think... Like on on that kind of thing, I think that's one thing that like generations to come have missed out on. Couch co op, mm-hmm. sit yeah, sit sitting there. Like I, I I don't know what it is. Like I don't get me wrong, online play is great. It's amazing that you can play with people across the world. But sitting there with your mates on like a Saturday morning, playing like four, three, like playing Mario, Sonic. Um, as you get yeah. older, playing like Halo or anything, it was just oh, Halo Three and Far Cry yes. Predator. Such yeah. such yeah, a man. good time, like in your life as a kid, to be able to say where well, you're off. I'm I'm staying at my mate's house tonight. We're all staying up all night. I've got four bottles of Coca Cola. I've got a half frozen Gatto, <laughs> and I am going to town <laughs> <laughs> on Halo Three. We are not going to sleep until I've no scope the crap out of you. Yeah, oh, it was so much fun. I actually loved that shit. It was so, so good. Uh, I think I need to ask you for your next five words, by the way, guys, as we are going to go on to our next section. So Jordan, hit me with your five words, please. Okay, so my next five words are an unlikely companion as they. You have made this so hard with sentences. <laughs> oh, no, the thing is that they all add up to one big description. 
which is what I thought we were doing. We've all taken very different avenues to this. Some of some of we us have. have gone for just like here are some describing words that could be applicable. Yeah, which is I uh, I am gonna really struggle with those. You are, uh, Lulu. <laughs> give us your next Thanks. five, please. <laughs> My next five are um, a journey to gather eggs. Oh, okay. Ooh, that might have just given. Oh, me a very I know. Large I know hint. what it is. I know what it is. Nick, give us your five words. My next five words are summon, soldier, reactors, meteor, and live stream. I know it, right? I know Nick's. <laughs> Damn it! I think I know. My next it, five it? are bike, workout, seafoam, bioengineered, and bide. Uh, can you say those again, Has? I'm yes. typing on my phone as fast as I can. I have entered those into the notes as well, Jordan, just so you know. Ah, so in yes. our note page, they are entered there. That's fine. So, and once again, for listeners, it was bike, workout, seafoam, bioengineered, and bide. Moving on. So five to ten years. I'm going to hit you with a big boy sun. I'm going to hit you with a Game Boy Color. Like I know Lulu mentioned the Game Boy Color. That console was groundbreaking. I, I had a normal Game Boy before, and I broke the screen and it was a, such a fucking nightmare because I was on a school trip and I had this oh. awesome Game Boy hard case. Like this Game Boy was passed down from my older cousin, Chris. Shout out to Chris. He gave me his Game Boy. He gave me loads of games like and a little carry case as well. It said Game Boy across the front. It was sick. So I'd got the, the Game Boy link cable because Pokemon was at that point. So we were all playing Pokemon on this school trip. It must have been, it was year five. It was year five. So this was talking like 1999, I think it was. And I closed the Game Boy case and the link cable had moved from the slot and pressed against the screen and I heard a crack. And when I opened it, all the ink had ran in the screen. So Aww. it was like... That's so it tragic. Was and I, was, I know, <laughs> was it was heartbreaking. And I still had like three or four days left on the school trip. Everyone was playing Pokemon and I was sat there like a dick with nothing to do. Aww. It was the worst. I, mean, I was there on a school trip, all these other kids having fun and I was having none of it. <laughs> I was like, none of this shit. <laughs> uh, I had the classic, so I had the original Tetris. I had the original Mario Land, Mario 2, six golden coins. If anyone hasn't played that and is a Mario fan, please go back and check that game out. Even if you have to emulate it, it might be hard to find at the moment it had the first appearance of wario he was the bad guy in that game uh and then obviously pokemon blue obviously and then my birthday was coming up and my mum and dad got me the lime green game boy color Oofed. now nice. i didn't know this i mean this changed me from a poker boy to a poker man like i oh, was God. i was over the fucking moon <laughs> of this thing I didn't know till I'm talking a few months ago that you could change the color of the screen of the Game Boy Color by entering codes on the start screen. Did what? any of you guys know no, that? No, that's blown yes. my mind. Exactly. My I had no idea. <laughs> my whole life has been a lie. What is Yeah, I know. You, oh you could change it to like green, blue, red, yellow, brown. You could like enter a little code on the start screen and i had no fucking idea about this i don't know if anyone else knew about this until like the age of the internet so guys look it up because you can find it what about you guys what was your in in your years of like five to ten gaming career jordan hit me with yours what was your next thing i can hit you with a few to be fair Oosh, so what, do it. what i've done is <laughs> i've got up a list of the 2000s in gaming because I thought it'd be really interesting because they've got a section which is notable video game franchises established in the 2000s. 
Now, okay. do you want to hear some really cool ones that came up when I was about 10 years, well, between five and 10, uh, the year yeah. of Good. 2000 to 2005? So, Good Animal years. Crossing. Okay. That, that was okay. a big one. Beyond Good and Evil. Oh, good game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, got it, got it. So things like Counter-Strike, then you've got Deus mm -hmm. Ex. There's so many that came out. Manhunt, Kingdom Hearts. Ooh. Kingdom Hearts is a huge one. I love Kingdom Hearts so much when I was Was younger. that that old? Yeah, it yeah, is. Kingdom Hearts came out in 2001. Wow. Yeah. But because Jeez. the art style is so awesome, it doesn't feel like it. It yeah, does. it's stylized, when, isn't it? Yeah. When, when it comes to when Zora's talking to people, his face does become 2D and he's just got like painted on eyes and a mouth that go, like just like goes like a bah, 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 bah. Exactly. That is exactly what he does. Yeah. Uh, Red Faction, Ratchet and Clank, Socom, <laughs> Sly Cooper. Um, all of these I've played. RuneScape 2001. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Total War. So many Shout out to our boy Nine Rain. He has Nine, he is surviving in Texas, by the I way. Hope I he checked. Is surviving. Good man. I just, he is. just spoke to him before. Another big one that I played, <laughs> Devil May Cry. I remember getting that game and I thought life was too good and that I was either in a dream or I was gonna die in the car on the way home because I was so excited. <laughs> that was how excited yeah. I was. I thought I was like, we're gonna be in a car crash and I'm gonna die. That's that's it. I'll never get to play it. Uh, yeah. Oh, the and, drive home with a game box reading the back. Right. People were talking about that the other day on and, uh, on Twitter. And Club Penguin came out in two thousand five. And okay. Call of Duty started in two thousand and three in this platform. Okay. Which on, one was that? Which Call of Duty was that one? Apparently just Call of Duty. Just Call of Duty, right? Well, it was, okay. It was Medal of Honor before that. That was the big yeah. driving force, Medal of Honor Underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. But between 2000 and 2005 were just some incredible things. Bejeweled started in 2000. Ah, oh, Bejeweled, that was good. Yeah, it's, I love Bejeweled. Bejeweled's been ruined for me by um, Bejazzle or Vajazzle. <laughs> as soon as I hear Bejeweled, <laughs> I think Vajazzle, and it really gets to yeah. me. So I can't... As yeah, you can't let that ruin like, it for you, ah, you know, it's... Sometimes when you look down and you've been bejazzled, you're like, oh, nice, I'm feeling good today. And Lulu, <laughs> something that you'll find really interesting, mm -hmm. Mafia, the original came out in 2002. Yeah. yeah, it's wild it was that long ago. The remaster is know, so we, good. We were seven years old when it came out. My God. Fuck, no way. It's crazy, isn't it? That just this was supposed to be like an episode where we just like get nostalgic, but it's just making us and our listeners feel <laughs> <Yep>. old. <laughs> Existential that's, that's so crisis. Cool. And I'm going to be dead soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Uh, Lulu, with, with that generation, is there anything that you played of, that Jordan mentioned or is there anything else you want to pull out of there that you played? There is a couple that, that, that Jordan had mentioned that I played. That kind of era for me was really the era of PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2. Like, I, I'm a PlayStation yeah. okay. girl through and through. Um, I love my PC, Same. but... wait. What you say? Same PlayStation as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. But yeah, I like well, no, he... the fact that I said girl by mistake. Uh, yeah, he was like same. <laughs> same. Oh. But uh, I didn't. I didn't really grow up playing Nintendo that much. I I was I was PlayStation, and on that I became really almost maybe a borderline obsessive with the Sims franchise okay. <laughs> growing up. Oh yeah, Sims is good. Sims no, is good. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. No. Nope. And like, I think like, I, I never played it on PC. I played it on PlayStation. But I think people sometimes forget how many like good releases there were on the PlayStation for Sims. Cause we had like mm -hmm. 
Sims Herbs, which had Will I Am in it. The Black Herbs, Eyed Peas. Sims in the City. Sims in the City. What? Yeah. Oh. Oh, Sims man. Castaway. Like, there was some really good ones. With Tom Hanks. Was Tom <laughs> Hanks in it? <laughs> Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> or Sims language. <laughs> Wilson. Oh. oh mate Fuck it out. what about you nick is there anything that you played there like I, I like that we've got like nintendo we've got sega with nick we've got playstation with lulu and jordan jordan thinking he's pc master race even though i started gaming on the atari yeah. pc before Sorry. <laughs> Think, just thinking saying i'm pc master race knowing i'm pc master race there you go see oh, there you go it very enough, very it? quickly <laughs> one that i want to add in that i've just noticed warhammer 40k oh, yeah. dawn of war came out in 2004 oh, okay that oh, wow. is possibly the best like real-time strategy game ever like it is perfection. Listeners can or viewers can see me like crouching down below the desk. I've just got. I realize I've got an old Warhammer game as well. Oh, what is it? I can't reach it. <laughs> Listeners, wait for me. Listen, <laughs> don't go. I'll wait for here. you. Wait for me. Wait. There you go. This one is called Space Crusade, and it's got a guy in white armor. It's about. I think it's about the Blood Angels. A guy in white armor. Just screaming, shooting his gun, like, ah, I'm an angry man. I'm describing it for the listeners. White, white um, armor. Oh, right. I, okay. <laughs> I don't know any chapters. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's got white, white armor, armor man. He's definitely, a, he's definitely a blood angel because he's got oh, the, uh, the carry, maybe. black flag. Oh, so the thing you're just saying, it doesn't exist. And you're like, oh, yeah, that one. That's no, the one no I'm, not, I'm not saying it doesn't <laughs> exist. I'm saying I'm like, oh, shit, maybe I don't know this stuff the best as I like, has. Oh, you are lying. There is nothing in your hand. Your gaming childhood basically doesn't exist. <laughs> Fuck you, Harrison. You're a lie. You're a simulation. <laughs> My dad works for Atari. There, that game never existed. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, I think it is time for the next five words. We are smashing we through. Wait, oh, did we do, no, no, we didn't do Nick. Did. Nick, come on, Nick, let's do you. Give us your next, uh, what was your five <laughs> to ten years in gaming? Sorry, I'll just cry a little bit in the corner. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> my, my, mine was, um, I suppose it, it's kind of show our age because mine, I just hit PlayStation 1. Um, so my, I kind of was, it was Crash Bandicoot. Um, it was. MDK. MDK was great. Yeah, MDK, no? That was a weird one. It was like, I don't even know how to explain it, really. You pulled a gun off your face. You're a policeman with like a your... triangle head. What? Y- yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, triangle then... head, gun face, what? <laughs> that, this, for, for me, I always like harp on about it. This was the year I'm going to show on the screen now uh, where I got introduced to ooh, Final Fantasy. Ooh. So... Final Fantasy VIII is what I'm holding okay. up right now. But my my brother, um, he introduced me to it because I remember just sitting there watching him play um, these games and being that annoying kid that was like, what does that do? What happens next? What if we do this? Is that guy good? Is that guy bad? What's going on? Where's this do? Is that a good weapon? Is that a bad guy? And I remember thinking, uh, just watching him being amazed and in awe at everything that happened. And I think what you kind of mentioned has was, I think that's where I first got introduced to like, music and soundtracks in games because Final Fantasy yeah. had some insane like epic music. Oh yeah it did. Yeah. And like some scores that came along with it and that just kind of something wild. But the the big thing around that period of time was I'll show them on screen as well, these little things. Game manuals. They're, oh yes. It housed like lore about a game, characters, mm-hmm. enemies. Oh, the Resident the, the Evil ones. Are, the Resident the, the Evil ones one and two. 
oh so good it, and it was just that but the fact that we don't do these anymore is bewildering to me because we, we, we live in a generation where all we want to do is collect and yeah you the fact that you cannot get game manuals anymore and it's just it's for me it was like that i'm gonna paint the picture right now you've you've been out with your mum and dad you've been to the, the the local game shop and they've bought you a game you're sitting in the yeah. car on the way home and the next 20 minutes you are reading back to front cover of the game all the information you need yeah. and you're reading the little manual getting super excited about your about what what you're about to play and that's what i miss it's a rite of passage like, it is it, it is. is yeah and that's it, like, it and you, you don't get it anymore and then it's just it's a sad time uh, rip blockbuster i'm just gonna say that as well it's yeah it's crazy, that, was, isn't uh, it? that when you were younger as well you'd read the manual back to front but you didn't actually read it you kind of looked at the pictures and kind of <laughs> yeah. you didn't really grasp what the situation you'd read the law but it meant nothing to you it was yeah, like, it was just words. Like, there is a <laughs> there is a, ch- a titan attacking the village and things like that, and you're just like, yes, and you look at the pictures. <laughs> well, it. that's a big demon titan. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. You're just like, oh wow, cool, it's a big man. Yeah, and that, that's like your entire <laughs> kill that big man. Yeah, big man. Uh, attack. Uh, and that's it. That's, yeah. that's that's also <laughs> the generation and the period of time when cheat codes cheat books stuff like that yes a big thing you'd be there going oh asking your mates at school have you got the latest grand theft auto cheats can you write them down for me and you're like up up <laughs> down left right circle square r1 l1 r2 r l2 and you get home you're like i've just unlocked all the weapons <laughs> i've got everything yeah that, that was oh that was uh that was a great era when you used to get like well, whatever it was, whatever magazine you got, whether it was a Nintendo or PlayStation magazine, whatever it was, when you got the book, like, full of random shit. Like, there was, it seemed like they never ran out. They always had new codes coming out. Yep. In did, an era when games didn't get updated. No. Did you guys ever get I'm muscle memory for the Matrix. Them? Yeah. For the, yes. for the cheese. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> I remember, after I'd not played, oh, me and my mate, I can't remember which one of us it was. But do you know when you've got that thing where you're not sure if you're in first or third person when you're thinking about something? So I remember we, we went <laughs> yeah. we went to um he, he plugged in his PS2 and he, he put on like San Andreas. And I was like, oh, what's mm-hmm. the cheat? Like there was a cheat for this thing. And we went to like Google it and he was like, Oh, just give me a minute. And he he put his hands on the controller and just went, uh, did it and like he was like, I think I've got it. And he, he entered it all like in one swift movement and did it. I was like, how have you done that? He's like, I've got the muscle memory somehow from playing it <laughs> years ago. So that's, that's crazy. So like, yeah, I don't, you can remember stuff like it's that. It's mental that he was like, I can't learn to drive very well, but I can remember this cheat code by muscle memory. <laughs> but like, as a kid as well, you pick up things a lot quicker. Even languages yeah. and stuff like that. It's a lot easier to learn a language as a kid mm-hmm. rather than at, an adult. Um so yeah it's wild your mind is more plastic that's a very good point it's fucking cool man like i i still enter codes now for like i i don't know if anyone else uses this on the xbox you can sign in with a code like a series of buttons that you assign yeah and my one i can do it in probably less than a second and it's seven digits just like I can do it so far. I'll I'll record doing it and put it on the Instagram or something. Yeah. If anyone wants to see it, check out at yeah. Grief Burrito and you can see it. And they'll have to change it so no one else can sign into my thingy. <laughs> <laughs> Hacker looking at you trying Hacker to get all man. of my fucking accounts. 
But that's yeah. that's uh, the, the crazy thing. Like some of the stuff we could do, like Jordan talked about before. Like you know, you learn to play a game like with analog sticks, with two analog sticks. Mm-hmm. But it's like I, I remember reading the thing. It's like a fun little fact because we've grown up with mobile phones. So there's something like most people like you. I think you can touch your thumb to the lower part of your um, smallest little finger. Not your smallest little finger, little finger. Um, not that we have multiple. How many fingers you got, Nick? <laughs> well, where I come from, we got 25 toes. <laughs> um, 25. <laughs> and that's just on one hand. Um, you got toes on your hand. 25 toes on one hand. Um, but, yeah, oh, and but. you can you can touch your thumb. Uh, but uh, apparently I read that the older generation, like older than us, that didn't grow up with mobile phones, they can't because we our muscles are like you know, kind of developed to the point where we can stretch that far on our hands. So they're, I, I suppose we're more nimble to some extent. Are we all doing it? Because I'm yeah, sat here doing I'm, it. I'm doing it in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if you if you look at the camera and you can, you, I think you should be able to touch your thumb to your little finger, the bottom of your little finger. But anyone older than, I, I don't want to say because anyone that old. might offend people. Anyone, anyone old, old can't do this. <laughs> If you remember what a beta of our senior is. listeners, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go purchase yeah, your great that... plot already. You're nearly expired. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, small things like that apparently that we like that we've grown up doing because we've we've grown up with mobile phones and same with like analog sticks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. We're so used to it um, that it's just become the norm. And like yeah, muscle memory. We've we've developed it and grown so much around these pieces of technology and kind of gaming peripherals that it's just the norm now. I think in a thousand years we'll all have evolved to have these giant, monstrous, muscular thumbs <laughs> that we battle with. <laughs> no the hands, thumb, just the, thumbs. The thumb wars, as they thumbs. were known. Yes. <laughs> One, two, three, four. I declare a thumb. <laughs> no, Mr. President, no! <laughs> Don't press the button. What oh. the thumb button? Yeah. Oh my God. You can imagine the sequel, which is toes, and the the weapon of mass destruction is just like a chair leg. So oh like, yeah, launch the stubbing chair it. legs, and everyone's like, all the soldiers are running through and just like stubbing themselves, ah, like, oh, just falling on the ground. I don't, I don't care how powerful of a man you are, like no one. I even bet like the mountain from Game of Thrones. I bet when he stubs his little toe and it like clicks it out, it always gets you right between the little toe, and he's like, fuck, and his whole little. Icelandic house falls over. Do you, do you guys? No one is immune. Wear shoes in the house. I have to. It's a bit of a weird segue. I, I tried to just wear socks. I wear shoes like ninety five percent of the time. Unless you have house I, shoes. Unless I'm sleeping, I'm always wearing mm-hmm. shoes. People in Japan would hate you. Yeah, <laughs> they, they really would. Most people in England yeah. hate me. To be fair. Um, but, fair but, point. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was talking to someone about it. And she was like, oh, so why are you wearing shoes? I sent her a picture of the puppy. And she was like, why are you wearing someone shoes? Someone dank feet pics. <laughs> the, the puppy Pucky small. Feet. So obviously I've got to aim down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like, why, yeah. why are you wearing shoes? I want to see them tootsies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but I, she was like, why are you wearing shoes? And it dawned on me. I was like, I just always wear shoes. I just find them really comfortable. Uh, and she was like, what's the benefit? I was like, uh, because I don't stub my toes. And I was like, wait, I am immune to toe stubbing. It's not happened yeah, before. Immune. Do you know I just immune? like, I feel like you're always ready to run away. Jordan, you, what, what are you trying to run away from? <laughs> That's this it. is a, a safe space. session now. That, yeah. This is, is a safe, safe space. For you, space. Oh my God, that would be amazing. It's like, what, what, what happened pe- with you two? I just never felt like he was relaxed. He was always wearing shoes. <laughs> he was always ready to run. <laughs> the thing is though, then you get those, 
you get those monsters that have those shoes that have the toes built in, then what's the point? You've just ruined it. Like the running shoes where you, oh, they, yeah. they have toes. It's like you're just asking for someone to stub your toe oh, or stub it. Right. You are. I, I, I totally meant, like misread what you meant. Yeah, same. I thought you, you meant you like sandals? you've been wearing shoes without are you toes on. you talking about sandals? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You, you, can get, you, you can get these running shoes that are supposed to... Uh, we've gone on a massive tangent. No, I know. We have. Right. We've gone from a right. gaming podcast and uh, to now running trainers with toes. No, I know for exactly For your ultimate you running performance. They're like, they're but, like yeah. rubber socks, aren't they? Just thicker. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah. With this, with the individual, aren't they just toes? called Souls? I think the brand's called Souls. Yeah, yeah. But then mm-hmm. the big thing is, is once you've stubbed your toe, do you then either apologise to the table or do you go insane at it? Because I think there's it separates people, especially it in does. England, of how, where you're from. Because if you go, you stub your toe. Oh, I'm so sorry, and you realise you're talking to a table, or you go, Jesus, oh my <laughs> God, <You> fuck. <laughs> I, I, I hate angry. you. I get angry at myself. <laughs> I hate it. you. Is yeah. I think that's the difference. I hate you. You wouldn't. <laughs> I, I hate I, you. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna set you alight, you wooden prick. And the neighbors are like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna oh go and cut down your family. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm Scottish, so I'm angry at everything. So anything that comes yeah. in my way is automatically my enemy till the bitter end <laughs> and I'm screaming like you fucking bastard and yeah <laughs> I bet you're fun when you can't put the keys in the door on it after a night out oh yeah great yeah, great yeah. time great time <laughs> Luke, oh and she's trying to get out and she's just like freedom and she can't get out the front door Lucy <laughs> is keeping a single company in Scotland that makes doors afloat <laughs> just fucking yeah. bricks this is true. Them every time I need my sponsorship <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, there you go. You need an affiliate oh. door link. Yes, exactly. Any oh. uh, door companies out there that want to sponsor Group Rooter Podcast, just uh, hit us up. <laughs> just us Slide up. into the DMs. Slide into the doors. Our, our <laughs> doors are door. always open. Oh, nice, Nick. Well done. Well done. Thanks. Well played. <laughs> Look, right, we need right, a I'm going to careen us back on track. I'm going <laughs> to careen us back on track, okay? okay. We've got way off. <laughs> Jordan, give me your next five words. The next five words. Are you all ready? Yes. 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 Right. Let's go. <laughs> one bites and one shoots. One bites and one shoots. Okay. Very, very good. Lulu, what are yours? What's that accent? I don't know. Some kind of Norse. <laughs> <laughs> Norse Borat. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> My next oh. five are... In the Norse accent, please. Oh, God, I can't do an accent. Well, it's too late. <laughs> go. I can give you a Glaswegian accent. Okay, um, go on. You're already doing that. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Sorry, Karen. Sorry. Oh, that... <laughs> you don't... I was going to go on a tangent there about all the accents in Scotland, but you know what? That'll take up, like, 50 minutes, so... <laughs> it would be no different to the rest of the episode, believe me. It's fine. So, the five words... A brave yet sassy hero. Ooh. That's, that was like a cliffhanger. I was ready for the next bit. I was like, come on, I'm ready to go. <laughs> That's all you're getting for uh, now. Right. Oh, <laughs> Such a tease. <laughs> salivating at the story. Nick, hit me with your next five. My next five are planet, alien, gods, spiky hair, and... Spiky. Was spiky hair one word? Yeah, I kind of. And it's big chicken, it. one word. No, because it's hyphen, so it counts as one word. <laughs> okay, so you cross <laughs> spiky hair to hyphens. get big and chicken. Yeah. 
Entire so, sentences. Okay. So, planet My alien, god's words. spiky oh. hair. Yeah. Okay, that'll be fine. Well, you lovely listeners. My next four are, I just realized I've done one twice. Bide, four, mansion, moon, surf, and train. I'm still trying to get over the word sea foam from your sea last foam. Yeah, Ooh, that's the mystery one. word. That's that's through that me massively. Yeah, I was hoping it would. I was hoping it would. Once again, for the listeners, four mansion, moon, surf, and train. Four. And we're going to move on four. for the. Yes, number four. Okay, right. Sorry. Yeah, what a fucking dumb question okay. that was from me. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It could be four. I don't know. Uh, right, 10 to 15 years. So looking back on this time period, sort of the 10 to 15 mark, is where gaming massively kicked off and we saw huge jumps in technology. So this is where the N64 came in. So Papa Wild took me down to Dixon's, me and my mum for a day out. We got the N64 Master Pack, which came with the N64 itself, Golden Controller, Golden Eye, Mario 64, I believe as well. And this is the big Ooh. jump to 3D. So when gaming took its big jump to 3D, what were your first experiences, Lulu? So you said it was the PlayStation, right? Yeah, PlayStation PlayStation 1 for me and then PlayStation 2. Um, but I did switch allegiances in 15 to 20 oh. um, to a different console. Oh, mystery. Yes. Okay, we'll get on to that one in the next section. What about you, Nick? Where was your first 3D? My first 3D, I think it was, I see, I, I might have messed up a little bit. So it was PlayStation, but I had the N64, but I had the, the Pikachu Special Edition N64. Oh, okay. The light up nice. cheeks. And, and it was Pokemon. <laughs> the light up cheeks. Nice. I've got light up cheeks. So <laughs> um, it's Pokemon yeah. Snap. I remember playing that. Pokemon oh, so good. And obviously we're getting a new one this year coming yes. in April. I'm so yes. ready for that on the Switch. It looks yeah, great. So, um, yeah, N64 and PlayStation, but I think I've messed up my time a bit because by this point, after PlayStation, I think I've hit the GameCube. Okay. Well, that I mean, that sort of comes in this whole era because this next 10 to 15 years is when generations were still reasonably slow, but we had quite quite a big jump. So like we said from the, the N64, so I had Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, everyone knows I love those games. And this was like the first taste where multiplayer elevated itself like with golden eye for the shooters like also been playing the remaster of that as i mentioned to you guys listeners might not have known of him i managed to get hold of the remaster it's very good really enjoying it and uh, if anyone wants to play it give me a shout and this is actually the point where i bought a game for the first time myself with my own money and i bought yoshi's story on the n64 and I think it was about £59. Like, I'm talking, this was an expensive game. Sweet. I still Jesus. have it. It's, it's in one of the boxes. I know. Like, I think it was maybe hard to get at that point. I remember having all the boxes for the games, and I'm pretty sure I remember throwing them all away stupidly as a kid because I was like, oh, I can just put them in a small box, you know, like a plastic box to keep I them safe exactly rather than putting the them in all the boxes. So stupid. I still have the Star Fox one, I think, in the loft. Uh, what, Jordan, what was the first game you bought yourself? Do you remember? That is a no, not at all. I, the most memorable one, as soon as you mentioned buying a game myself with my own money, is yeah. uh, Minish Cap Zelda. Oh, okay, the Game Boy Advance. Yes, either that or Bioshock, because Bioshock I think cost me like four pounds. For some reason, it was always dead cheap. Instead, of, despite being like 
genre-defining. Yeah, uh, it was always Min- produced. Minish Cat, I went to, I think, a game like a game station or something in, I think, Congleton or Buxton. Yeah. Something like that, somewhere nearby. Look, Buxton's yeah. actually a while away thinking about it. But um, it is. I remember going in <laughs> and I think I had £16 or £17. And it was it was out of the case. It was it was like just like in a plastic bag. Sorry, I'm not doing all my hand yeah. up gestures to the screen. So it's like <laughs> a little plastic bag, uh, and the price on it was like thirty quid or something. Damn. And I don't know how or why, but I was like, I want that. And the guy was like, How much money have you got? And I was like, seventeen pounds. <laughs> and he was like, All right. I was like. That's sold. cool as fuck. Yeah, and he was like, okay, sure. And he sold it to me, super cheap, because he was an absolute dude. And then, oh, yeah. What? Good what haggling. I know. GG. No, that, nice. I was like, I was so young as well. And it was just yeah. like, I was like, can I, like, I have 17 pounds. And he was like, yeah, all right, whatever. But it's such Was it a you, like, from experience. the future? Did he, did he, like, look down on you like, you're like me when I was young, when I was a small boy. <laughs> that would that would be so free. I don't know. I think I I was going to make a joke then, but I don't know. I don't think I stink bad enough to work in a game shop. No, I'm Ooh, joking. That no, I'm, I'm kidding. Ooh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I I know people that have like owned game shops and stuff, and they all smell. Yeah. You know, ridiculously bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> Shout out to you, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> so. From 10 to 15 years, for me, that was 2005 to 2010. Yes, mm. that's, that's right, isn't it? I'm 26. Yes, okay. So from okay, then, quick maths. That's, that's quick maths, in it. Man's not hot. <laughs> so <laughs> that's when things like Bioshock came out. Bioshock mm-hmm. came out in 2007. I played it later, but that, okay. that for me was when these kind of video games decided like, they could have incredible stories, beautiful set pieces. It's not just the thing of like, how much shit can we cram into this? It's like, right, we can make it look nice. We can make a nice kind of, we can make the environment look cool, but can we make it atmospheric? And can we make it yeah. tell this beautiful winding story of betrayal and, you know, change? And it's such a strange, strange transition because obviously games could have stories previously. <clears throat> Pardon me but nothing quite to this level, if you know what I mean. Uh, Raving yeah, Rabbits totally. came out. Army of Two came mm-hmm. out. Army of Two was an incredible game for co-op. If you haven't played Army of Two and you can find a copy for 360, get it and play it with mm-hmm. a mate. It is amazing. Uh, you got things That's like That's the guys like this, this ski like army masks on, isn't it? Like, Rios and Salem, like ballistic like... masks, yeah. Yeah, that's Rios it, and yeah. Salem, so good. Dead Rising came out, mm-hmm. which was an amazing game. Yeah, yeah, great zombie game. Farmville came out. Cool. <laughs> I mean, this is like like you said about the, the point where stories were getting good with it. This is like, it was a huge era when not only like graphics got good, you know, like it was the point where 3D jumps from like the N64, PlayStation 2, it got to the point where it was like, okay, visual fidelity is now getting a lot more crisp. Things are a lot more realistic. Like look at the water in Bioshock looked absolutely amazing. And they could do so much more with sound as well. Like Bioshock is not always spoke about for its sound design and it really, really should be. Oh, like I'm sure like Kennedy Phillips, who we've had on the show before, Jordan, obviously, um, yep. he would utterly say the same without a doubt, I imagine. Cream. Uh, 
Sorry. Yeah, he would. <laughs> the, <laughs> Sorry, you had one, to hear that, Kennedy. The one that, <laughs> the one that gets me with this. So we had Angry Birds as well. But the one where mm-hmm. I think, as we always talk about, is refinement versus innovation in yeah. video games. Yeah. This was still a time where innovation was rife. So you're looking at Call yeah, of Duty with multiplayer with, you know, COD 4. You're looking at, this is mm-hmm. the big one, Assassin's Creed. Never seen anything like Assassin's yeah. Creed before that came out. Hiding in Big groups. open world exploring. And, yeah, yeah. Like open world, climbing on buildings through cities. Just these like Crowd big mechanics. environments. Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Never seen anything like it before. That was, was such really an cool. innovation within the gaming industry there. And then obviously now we're taking a bit of a lull, but hopefully um, Viva mm-hmm. working on brain interfacing for VR. So that'll be an interesting Oh my God. Thing. Oh yeah. my God. That's going to be sick. Oh <laughs> Gabe Newell says, we are closer to the Matrix than we would believe. Whoa, okay. Yeah. We're closer to the Matrix than we are dinosaurs. We've passed that like halfway point now. <laughs> we passed, yeah, we're nearly there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, wait, no. In the Matrix, you could have dinosaurs, couldn't you? So I suppose we're always close to dinosaurs, no matter which way you look at it. We have chickens. I don't know what's... Chickens are dinosaurs. I don't know what's yeah, more depress- depressing, though, that Gabe Newell is our version of Morpheus. Like, he's going to take us out of the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, just seeing Gabe there going, the blue or the red pill. I, I would pay for that. I would, I, would pay to have, <laughs> I would pay to have Gabe Newell wake me up in the morning and just be like, you have a choice. Steam sale. See, that's where <laughs> they, Steam sale. they need to get on the ball. So Cyberpunk had Keanu Reeves. They need to get Lawrence Fishburne to announce like the brain oh interface of VR. Yeah. And he just stands on stage great. with a blue pill and a red pill. And that's it. That's all. I'd, I'd buy it. Whatever the price is, I'd oh, buy it. Oh, Nick. <laughs> That marketing idea is amazing. You've got a you've got a right to some people right now. <laughs> you've got a marketing brain, boy. <laughs> yeah, fuck, that's so good. Shit, I mean, well, I'd buy it just for that. Has this creamed I'm... also? Jesus, <laughs> I have. I'm sorry to Kennedy. You had to Mine- hear that. <laughs> Minecraft came out in 2009. Minecraft and Mirror's Edge. Wow, was it that yeah, late? Yeah, Mirror's Edge. Dead Space in that time period. Overlord. T- that's another one where, like, sound design again. Like, I mean, I think, are, are we getting, I'm trying to think which generation is it. Because, like, the GameCube, the Xbox, and the PS2, if I'm thinking right, were all the same generation. Is that right? Yeah. I no, think, yeah, yeah, kind of. I think was, yeah. Game, was Xbox later, or was that That earlier? was 2001, the original Xbox. Was it? Wow. Yeah. It, um, it was an older one. Yeah. Like, that. that's the point when, like we said about, sound design being refined and different points in refinement. I think that point of multiplayer was when online gaming started. Like it, that's the point when you had, like I, I've got a couple written down the multiplayer games. I used to play like Double Dash for racing, Need for Speed, Halo and Halo 2, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee for couch co-op. James Bond Nightfire was fucking great fun. Like this is the era of gaming that I absolutely loved. And I'm sure a lot of other people did like absolutely love that point as well because it was when people of like mine and Nick's age group we had gone from playing the old old games like NES that sort of stuff and then at this point we were at the point where you're like okay I'm conscious enough as a human being to think this is going somewhere this can be something big and gaming started evolving at that point 
And then we started getting handhelds as well. This is the point when handhelds started getting good. So we got like the DS, which you had 3D on a handheld console. Like, Jordan, do you remember having that at all? Did you ever have a DS? My sister had a DS and it reminded okay. me when Lulu said about the Sims Castaway. Because yeah. that's what I played it on was the DS. Which I didn't even know it was on like DS. DS. Well, it was more of like a, you walk, you click around and you find the items to make things. But yeah, that was that was the one of the experiences I had. Nintendogs. That was yes. pretty Nintendogs, yeah. That yes. was pretty good. Yeah. I don't, like man, that, I it was so crazy to work in Sorry, touch screen. Sorry, puppy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Nintendog doesn't shit all over my house. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The amount of baths yeah. she's had. Fuck. Yeah. All part of the training. <laughs> yeah, touchscreen stuff. I think Nintendo always do this strange stuff where they're like, they try to innovate in everything. And they get a bit off the rails, like with Labo, where they made like, let's add cardboard to our consoles. And it's like, Nintendo, what are you doing in the corner with that cardboard box? What year do you but, think Labo came out? I don't know, wasn't it? How, like last how year? Long, how long ago do you think it was that Labo came out? Was it 2016? Was it eight? Has, was it, it wasn't that... Nick's gone a little too far, but you oh, said no, last okay. year has. It came out in 2018. Yeah. Fuck, really? Three years ago. Oh my God. I, I, well, I forget that I've been in lockdown for nearly a year. <laughs> I don't oh, really shit. count Time doesn't yeah, exist right. in Fuck. lockdown. Yeah. No, Time is not. Time is a concept. Yeah. And it's, oh God. Yeah. Let's not get into that. <laughs> Fuck. Five words. Next five words. Jordan, Next five words. hit me with your five words. I think I might have fucked up the ordering. What did I give last time? You did. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next five words I have, Harrison, tell, correct me if I'm wrong, an unlikely companion as they. Uh, I thought it was travel through subway stations downtown. No. that would You be... missed that one. Wait, how many have we done? I don't know. Lulu, what's your five words? <laughs> Mine is um, a zoo full of companions. Oh, I thought you were going to go, Azuzu! Azuzu! <laughs> you useless <Azuzu>. gargoyle! <laughs> Zuzu! <laughs> Nick, what are your five words? <laughs> Final 3D Ultimate JRPG. Okay. And Materia. Materia. If anyone doesn't have Nick's by now... Yeah. Mine's just, I've just really, I've, I, I felt like I was being really good to start off with. And then I, I've just given away the most obvious things possible. <laughs> I thought just putting in big, right. I thought throwing in big chicken might throw people, but I think that's pretty obvious what a big chicken That is. just confirmed it for me, really, the big chicken. Yeah. Big chicken. <clears throat> right. My next five words are, you ready? They aren't the words, just to clarify. My okay. next five words are, victory, badge, cave. Root and cut. I think I've got you. One more time. Victory badge, cave, root and cut. Let's move on, peeps. Okay. So 15 to 20 years. So now we're talking the big jump in multiplayer and online gaming. This is the point where we hit the refinement for online gaming. stuff Xbox Live. So we're talking Xbox 360. This was the point where... I got huge into online gaming, and this is the point when mine and Nick's gaming campaign career started together, wasn't it? So we were playing Call of Duty, yeah. Halo 3, Gears of War, couch co-ops. 
Uh, was there anything that you were playing without me, Nick? And should I be offended? Um, no, I don't think so, to be fair. Um, I think it was that point. I was when... thinking of you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, that's when stuff started to arrive, wasn't it? Like, remember Lost Planet? Yeah. You could play that online um, and, yeah. and other stuff. But I think this was, it, it might have been a little bit earlier, but this is at the point, I think, when people started to realise gaming could be a career. So you'd, yeah. you'd, you'd, we'd, we'd play like Halo and Gears of War. And I remember as a kid thinking, oh, I, I feel like I'm pretty good at Halo. I think I'm really good. But then there's these people that carried that thought on and turned it into like, a, became a pro athlete in gaming. Yeah, eSports. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I think, obviously eSports is, it's been around for a while now, but I think things like Halo and uh, like original Call of Duty is where it must have spawned from. Like I remember MLG. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember playing I think not play watching a friend I didn't have the internet. Um I, I wasn't um it wasn't a luxury in my household. I remember going around to a, a yeah. friend's house and he had a wired connection to his I think it was his three sixty or his it might have been his Xbox for Halo two and being bewildered okay. that he was able to play these people <laughs> from around the world that weren't sat in yeah. his living room right now. Um, and watch, you know, just realizing that you, when you thought you were good at something, you actually weren't because there was people far better than you, um, yeah. like somewhere around. And that's, I think that was kind of for me that era where it was like, oh, I either stick with online gaming and like competitive play, or I don't. And I didn't because I was just not that good at it. Yeah. See, I, I got a bit obsessed with competitive play. Like, my first online game was Gears of War, the first one. And for anyone who hasn't played Gears of War, or even people who have and maybe haven't got into the online of the first one particularly, that game had one of the steepest learning curves. In It was so hard to get good at that game. And it, if the host of the game would always have the host shotgun, like, it would always seem more accurate and do more damage than everyone else's because their, it I don't know what the it was, role, their connection was, the was just a bit into better. Nasha, wasn't it? Which was the thing that you had to yeah. learn. You had to be able to roll yeah, into roll them, and then use the shoot. Nasha and then yeah. get out, which is insane. Yeah. yeah. Like, people just developed that a as a great tactic game. within, like, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we used to play with now. a family that was a... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we used to play with a family that uh, owned a, a pub so it was a husband, a wife, and the wife's brother. And then I think the brother's girlfriend. Yeah, and then my dad and me. And we'd all play, like, different games together. Sometimes some of them wouldn't be on, so we could have the amount of teams. And then we went on to Gears 2 and Gears 3. Like, I loved the Gears of War series for online. I got massively into Gears of War 3 online. I think I got... Well, me and my dad were talking about this yesterday. I think I had an Obsidian MVP medal for that game. Like, I fucking smashed that game every single <laughs> night. Yeah, too much. But it was good. Like, I'm actually thinking of going back and trying it again. I'd quite like to play some more of it. Um, yeah, Jordan, did you... What was your first online gaming experience like that? I think Halo 3. Because I remember my mate came around and yeah. showed me how to wire everything up to the internet. So I'd never set up an Xbox Live account or anything before. He showed me yeah. how to do it all. Uh, and then I was hooked, which was amazing. That like, was it. he it was showed written. me Castle Crashes as well, which was like, that remains one of my favorite games of all time. But yeah, I played. Yeah, cool little game that. I, I have 100%ed Halo 3. So I have got every achievement in Halo 3. 
So nice. all the DLCs, I think it's 1,750 out of 1,750 gamer score on that game. GG. I spent so well long playing nice it. It's man, ridiculous. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Having to get Lulu, two what was your first? kills with one Spartan laser. So my f- <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's hard. Go on, Lulu. Oh, sorry. sorry. No. Uh, so f- <laughs> 15 to the kind of 15 to 20 years into the gaming side of things. Before mm-hmm. that, as I've mentioned, I was really PlayStation. I had a DS as well, Nintendogs, um, Game Boy Color. The Picture kind of, chat, all that. Yeah, all that. <laughs> the kind of games I used to play were very much platformers. Like, I grew up playing Rayman, Crash Bandicoot, um, yeah. you know, all, Pokemon, Pokemon Red, all that jazz. Um, but this nice. was the first time I changed over to Xbox. And I also had a 360. And I just remember, like, you know, oh. finishing school after drama club, going with my friends Clark and Steven and playing, like, Halo, especially Halo Reach. I always thought I was so good at Capture the Flag. Mm. Looking back now, <laughs> I was not. <laughs> um, Such a good game. Oh, it's good. I, I know, a lot of people hate on Reach, but I like Reach. Reach is nostalgia it's for me. It's, it's probably one it again of recently. my favourite Halo games. It was so good that Star Wars had to steal the uh, the idea for yeah for Rogue One for yeah. Rogue One yeah yeah that's it's true. exactly the same thing <laughs> exactly the same yeah such a good game I don't understand why everyone gives it so much shit yeah it's 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 just that kind of gatekeeping but on top of on top of that exactly. in, on in that kind of same sphere um was when I first started really getting into single player RPGs like RPGs is my art. It's my favorite genre of games. Like I know we've spoken about it a few times. Like single player games are more kind of my realm, and that's where I started playing. Yeah. Like my favorite game of all time. It will always be my number one. Dragon Age Origins. We had Skyrim. Oh, wow. We had Fable. You know that's mm-hmm. kind of like very close to my heart. So that's when I started playing those. Fable as was well. great. Yeah, I loved Fable. That was a. That, I think that was. I had gotten. What was that now? So I had got the Crystal Xbox when it, it came out with the pack with Halo 2. I remember asking my dad for that for Christmas one year and he was like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll get that. And it Amazing, absolutely loved it. Used to try and break the game, climb out the Cairo level, get across the buildings, fall out the back of the map, all that crazy weird stuff. And then, yeah, asking if a mate of mine in like science class uh, recommended Fable. He was like, oh, this is the kind of game you should be getting. If you like, you know your RPG stuff. And I was like, I don't, I didn't really play RPGs. I'd never played one. And that was my first RPG thinking back, but it was a great one to start on and poured a lot of time into that game. I, I, it's on game pass as well, isn't it? At the minute, Lulu. I, th- I think so. Yeah. I've, I've been tempted, tempted yeah. to stream it. It's just like the perfect combination of RPG and then absolute fuckery and ridiculousness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a lot of comedy fuckery is afoot. <laughs> I don't know many games where you know you can. I think you can get like STDs and then also like yeah. dress up as a big giant chicken and like a right chicken chaser and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You can <laughs> the eat people are always baby funny chicks as well, can't you? To increase your evil. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, which yeah, always can. made me. I always felt terrible about it. It made me laugh, but at the same time, I was like, oh, oh no. Oh. That was but brutal. The horns are yeah. pretty sick, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll power through 50 of these. And I, w- I want to ask you guys, particularly about one thing. I'll, I'll, I'll start with you, Lulu, since we were just talking about Fable then. Did you ever play the Wii, the motion controls? 
Yes, I did. I, 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 the Wii was actually originally for, uh, I think it was my nieces and nephews. They didn't like it, so I got it. Okay. Um, and no I, way. Wow. I, actually, you know what? It's kind of funny. It segues into it. So, y- you know, I've been playing Dream Daddy, which... I do. It, it, yep. We we love Dream Daddy. Dream Daddy actually has a sequence in it where they're on a treadmill, and it it it's a complete rip off of the Wii Sports. You know when you're doing the running, and it's got the music and yeah. everything, and oh, it, it it just brought me back to my Wii insulting me and saying you're overweight and like <laughs> you got to do all this oh, wow. running and all this kind of stuff. Oh. There was a particular game on the Wii that like absolutely nailed it for me, and it was WarioWare. Did any of you guys ever play WarioWare, Nick? Amazing game. I'm glad glad you did. It was, uh, Lulu, you missed out, honestly. As a party game, like we always, we used to get pissed and (laughs) we'd have loads of us over at my house, like when my mum went away and we'd all play WarioWare. So we're all stood up in a line, like in the living room. And I think it was like eight player or something. It was quite, you could have quite a few players. And you just have to do stupid tasks with the Wiimote. But the way the guy read it, Jordan, if you can find any clips for this for the episode, just oh, to insert I am. it. I am. He, oh, the guy reading it, he was like a yoga instructor almost, wasn't he? And he was like, hold the baton. Like the way the no, way you said was, baton so about breathy. this thing. It's like, hold yeah. the baton. Yeah. The baton. Oh. Like a mortar and a pestle. And you have to like <laughs> oh. do all different things. Uh, just lulu please look it up i will it's I so will. much fun it was really good it was really really good that's another thing we'll do and when we're allowed to all meet up we'll, we'll get yes that would be so Wario much fun smooth moves yeah smooth moves that was it that was the game smooth moves and that's what I'm here for. all the little cartoons sped up and got faster and faster what did you say Sub- subtitles <laughs> what that's what i'm here to give you video game subtitles that's my job that's what I'm here for. Yeah, I don't know why this has just Thanks, reminded man. me. It's taken back a little bit, though. But, Jordan, you might know this because you play PlayStation. Do you remember that game show game where it was like the buzzers? And you actually... Buzz. Yeah, that was so good. And the window wiping <laughs> minigames thought... and everything. Oh, that was... Oh, um, I remember that. That was iToy. the window wipe. Yeah, iToy. iToy yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember so <laughs> I thought, many nights for I that. thought you struggled with the name of the, the buzz game. Oh, you were like, you know, the one with the buzzers, like buzz. Yes, yeah. buzz, that one. Yes. That. Um, yeah, iToy was insane. It, that that was like. You remember the song that when I'm cleaning windows. That was exactly what I yes. had. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I miss iToy. I think I've still got someone in a drawer. Someone. Wait, no. I think I've still got one. Jordan, what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, not someone. No. Ugh. Quiet. No, I've still got one somewhere in a drawer. I'd imagine I'd somewhere. <laughs> see if you can find it. Post a pic if you have. Yeah, see if you can find them. It's shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. so, Nick, what was your thoughts of this era? I think we've got we've got to get your thoughts on this, then we'll move on to the next one. Yeah, no, no, mine was um, pretty much the same as kind of you has. It's when I think that's how we got introduced. Obviously, we the kind of like music and like band stuff. But my first yeah. experience, I think, was playing. It was Gears of War. I've like I've mentioned this before when it comes to like music and stuff. Like the trailer for the first Gears of War just had me with yeah, um, REM, yeah. Mad World, and it was just insane. And and I think it was just a lot of that type of stuff. Music, especially in games, just had, I remember sitting there getting shouted at by my mum because I would sit there like trying to do like the choir Halo. Like just going, <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> and then just hearing, shut up, and it was like, sorry, mom. Oh. 
But uh, yeah, it was just <laughs> Halo, Gears of War, just the Xbox 360 was back. I, I had the, the first like version of the Xbox 360 and melted it because I played it so much back when you could get the oh, Red wow. Ring of Death. I had that. Red Ring, I, yeah. I, I must have sunk so many hours into it that it, it, it just warped it. And it was like the games like Fable, Halo, um, Gears of War. I think I, it was just so many. But it, this was back when I would genuinely sit for hours upon hours upon hours, like focused. It was that type of like, what do you do in the in your day? I get up, I turn the Xbox on, I spend all day on it, and then I go to sleep and I do the same thing. And yeah, that's yeah, it. no same. wonder it, it melted. But yeah, that was <laughs> for, for me. That was probably one of the best periods because it was like games came out and you were just kind of bewildered by what they could do. Like like Jordan brought up like um, Dead Rising. That was the first time I think I'd seen that many kind of like oh yeah enemies or characters Mental. on a screen. I was like. Look, there's there's twenty plus guys on a screen. This is insane. And then you were just <laughs> it's a like, gathering. Now, we're having it's a, a gathering. gathering. <laughs> <laughs> but now, like you, it's it's crazy that now, like you'd play something like Days Gone, and there's like a hundred plus, and you're like, eh, that's all right, I suppose. Yeah, that's a couple. But, but but back then, your mind was blown, and it's kind of strange that I think we've reached a peak now where it takes a lot for us to go, wow, yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I, I actually have a question for you guys. I just want to see if you guys can guess the dates of these games because I'm reading them just like, wow, I did not realize this is when they, these released. Okay. So when yep. did Outlast release? 2013. I'm going to say 2013. I think it's 2013. 2013, yes. That game, yes. That game <clears throat> is eight years old. That's still How shocking, is that game though. It's eight years ten old. years old. Yeah, right. Life That's is wild. Strange. When did Life is Strange come out? 2014. End of 2014. It says on here, 2015. That, that game no! is six years old. When did, when did Rage come out? Do you guys remember Rage from Bethesda? The original Rage? Yeah. 2014, mm. 15, was it? 2009. It came out 10 years ago, 2011. What? No way. Yeah, Dude, same year insane. as the this original how... Payday. Life is fast, man. As you get old, it life is, is fast. It and that, is. You don't realize how long ago stuff was. Like when Before we started the episode, we were talking about the 80s yeah. and how that is like 40 years ago. And that's like, what? Like the 90s is nearly 30 years ago because I was born in 91. Like that's just... That blows me away, the, the fact that it can be. In my head, the 90s is still like 10 years ago. When did yeah. Fortnite come out? 2016? This one's actually newer than I thought. 2017. Oh. Oh, yeah, that is. Yeah. Okay. When did, Maybe that's when just because of how fast it got big. Yeah. When did Metro 2033 come out? Last one. Ooh. The original. 20... No idea. 2010. You yeah, have no idea. Along no. Oh, wow. the same year as Amnesia. Right. Same year as Amnesia. Yeah. 2010. That's insane. Right. That is mental, isn't it? 11 years. It is. Sorry if we're giving any of you an existential crisis. Uh, <laughs> apologies. No, it's just got all like fucking like, oh. Considering this, start, this episode started, we're, we're here to save your life. 
not cause you existential dread. I am so sorry. I know, Jordan. Fucking hell, taking it downhill. <laughs> okay. Hit me with your five words. Cheer us up. Come on. With the five words. Okay. Have I given three groups or four? I have no idea. Just read the one that I've just unhighlighted for you. <laughs> there are sick horses. Sick horse? Are we talking like sick horses or these horses? Sick is horses. Pretty sick in it, blood. In what I mean is, <laughs> horses they're, they're are ill. They're pretty unwell in it. They they need a veteranary it's, to look at unwell. them in it. So. <laughs> these are mad. some equine assistance over here. They need some equine assistance. That these these mad cats need a need a, a horseshoe man. What's he called? A farrier in it. A farrier. He's a farrier. I've never heard a G it? say farrier before. Uh, I need a farrier to come up on here and fix me. Fix his farrier. Quick time, got a bounce. <laughs> need a quick time farrier to sort out these horse creps in it. Oh, it's, like <laughs> it's like if Ali G went show jumping. <laughs> yeah, I would. I'd watch that. I'd like that. I, I did it wrong because these two fleas they came and they flew and they jumped in my eyes and I was blind. In it, blood. And I was blind. In it, I got to wear my. I got to wear my cap in it because if I fall, this this horse is wicked tall in it. I'm gonna crap my skull. <laughs> wicked tall. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a guy who did that. He never rode again. Sad. No joke there. <laughs> Just a sad thing to happen in it. Happened to any of us. That man that played Superman. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, what? <laughs> The guy who played Superman, didn't he fall off a horse and break his neck and then he was in a wheelchair? What? <laughs> oh, um, I know which one you mean. I can't remember his, I can't remember his name now. Christopher Reed? Christopher Reed? Yes, yes, Christopher Reed. I was yeah. going to say, it can't be Henry Cavill because he'd just fall and the earth had split nah, in two. not him. <laughs> not <laughs> him. The horse. He's fucking massive. I don't know what accent. I just went he's, for he's that. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. I don't know. Don't he even is know. Large and Lulu, give us your five words. Save us from Jordan's <laughs> weird <laughs> accent. These Sorry. are the final five words. So my final five are multiple wor multiple worlds, one magical showdown. Ooh, God, Lulu's are all like spicy cliffhangers. <laughs> they really are. I love a cliffhanger. Nick, give us your. <laughs> You're good at them. You're good at them. You should write blurbs for books. <laughs> it's like a refreshing Nick. sip of spicy water. Confirm, um, the, <laughs> confirm the fact of what your game is for us. Oh, of me? I've got, I've got... No, oh, Nick. Sorry. Nick, give us your final, your final five words. My final five words. The, the final five words are final five words of fantasy, turn-based, science fiction, <laughs> open world, and magic. Ooh. Now we all know what that is. Faux show. <laughs> the last two words, the first two words of this group, give the game away. So for anyone <laughs> who's not do. sure. Okay, yeah. And you has? And my final five words are cut, stone, duel, collect, catch, and safari. I've got six. Have I got six there? Yeah, one of them had four. One of them had six. Are you okay? Yeah, it's because I, I changed them around to... Um, not give it away too early. I wanted to make it more difficult. So yeah, there's six for you. Okay, Cut, nice. stone, jewel, collect, catch, and safari. Did, did anyone write mine down? Because I don't know if I've missed a block, honestly. No? I'm <laughs> just looking at the notes that are in the in the thing. So we'll see at the end. Okay. Who knows? It's a mystical journey through a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> so this like brings us firmly up to current day really i mean xbox one I, i'm gonna read you a list of my notes oh the graphics oh the sound the switch oh the portability oh the motion graphics actually work uh, motion <laughs> controls actually work i meant to say 
What, Jordan, what did you think of the, the current gen? Like you said, it's uh, an era of refinement. refinement. Mm-hmm. Yes, I. Anything else you'd like to add to that? Yes. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. It <laughs> moves on. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> we are in. I'd say personally, a pretty interesting state with video games. I always chat on about how we are in the age of refinement opposed to it being, you know, new and interesting stuff all the time. But arguably, <laughs> arguably, this is probably better because everything you play that you love, you can guarantee in the next five years, there's going to be something you love even more because of where yeah. we're going with it. Mm-hmm. And that is so interesting. Can you imagine if you listen to an album from like your favorite, like your favorite genre or whatever? You just got yeah. to think, like, the next five years, you're guaranteed there's going to be a better one. Which is... It's going to be banging. It, this is the only real kind of... I, I suppose you could look at cinema and stuff like that, but that's been going on mm-hmm. a long time. If you look at cinema, you can't guarantee that next year's films are going to be better than this year's because it's all conceptual. No. Whereas with video games, we make such big advancements that there's a guarantee, and it's so varied that there's going to be something you love even more basically every year, which is incredible to me. Yeah, that's... It's crazy, isn't it? The way that, like, the, the gaming medium, like, how far it has, has come and what it can do for you while you're playing it. Because oh, if yeah. you look at stuff like the, the the way storytelling has changed, and I mean, like, going back as far as, like, human existence, if you think about storytelling back when people were sat around fires telling stories, like, that's regurgitating a story it's telling a story to someone and then we have the era of books and writing and you're sort of imagining the story as you're reading it and then we had the era of film when you're watching a story unfold and How now we've got games to experience it yeah and now you are experiencing it and then yeah. the next stage i suppose with like vr and stuff this is living a story this is experiencing it firsthand how it it, is it would be hand, to be in the story. It's amazing. Crafted stories made by people who really mm-hmm. care, written, and the music yeah. is put like perfectly. It is mental that these are just handcrafted experiences just for you. It feels yeah. like just for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, yeah, it's, it's for the players, isn't it? Yeah. It's did, crazy what, when did, you. Do you choose the PlayStation tagline for the players? <laughs> Yeah, for, yeah, literally, yeah, for the players. Didn't even think about that. <laughs> Son of a bitch. PlayStation yeah. wins. Nick, what were you going to say then? I was just going to say, it's, <laughs> crazy, it's crazy when you think about it that, um, like you mentioned before, like, like you've got all different forms of like mediums of, of media and stuff like that. And if you look at someone like Kojima, where he wants his games to be a cinematic experience, it's it, uh, like Death Stranding and stuff like that. And, and it, um, I think it's his next like up and coming horror game that he's spoken about. He wants yeah. to 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 be a driven. It's almost as you are, real time, acting out a, a a scene from a from a movie or something like that. It's gone from just way back when when you were a paper boy throwing a paper in the street to collect points, and that was it. To now you are watching a story unfold throughout the entire how many hours of gameplay that you're going to experience and you know that you walk away from that. And they, I think it, they, they talked mm-hmm. about it, um, I can't remember where it was, but they spoke about how people feel more impacted by video games and the stories that they, they bring forward than films nowadays. You watch a film and like, oh, okay, I've just watched that, but video game stories last 
and stay with somebody longer than in a film would because we kind of can relate to them better than we would yeah. in a cinematic like medium sort of thing. So it, it, it is madness that we're in a level now and a place where a a story can be like delved into so deeply and you can explore it more because of the medium of like video games. And also the inclusivity of video games, yeah. especially the past five years, yeah. a lot of people, including myself, are seeing our stories on screen a lot more. Um, you know, we had Tell Me Why last yeah. year, which was like the first mainstream video game with a, a trans male protagonist. And like you're saying, yeah. like it's it's mm-hmm. really cool to see that, you know, people realise that video games don't have to be a certain way. I, I know it's always been like that, but you know, it doesn't have to be a per- first-person shooter. It can be a narrative, an experience. Like, we get these... And I don't even like calling it a walking simulator because there's so much more to it than that. But games like Night in the Woods, I know you love that as well, Has And, like, yes! like life is yes! strange. <laughs> Gone home. Um, you know, yeah. there's so many of these games. Firewatch, you know? I could go on. <laughs> Firewatch is incredible. I love Firewatch. Oh, it's, I, it's... I don't know I've never played that game. What's... That's the the fiery one, I suppose, right? <laughs> you, yeah, you're you're a you're a fire watch person. You sit in a yeah, tower yeah. in cases of fire, and there's a big store. It's it's, it's all the feels. Oh, I think you would really, really like. It. I right. think you'd really like it. Has if you like Night in the Woods, it's kind of. I mean, it's a totally different game, but it's the same kind of vibe. I would say. Okay, right. Think think you like a human. Add it to my list. A human variation on the intro to the first Ori game, Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah, you know, you're like this is really nice. Uh, uh, and then you just, <laughs> My yeah. soul. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. A game okay. that that looks incredible. That kind of goes along that same same style as well. If anyone's played, um, everybody's gone to Rapture. I love that game. Oh, it's so I don't I've seen it. I've not played it. No yet. of it. There's just something about it that it, it it just draws you in. It looks incredible. Like it, you feel like you're walking around like the British countryside or something like that. It's insane, <laughs> the detail, but the story kind of brings you in so deep because you're so kind of like engrossed in the scenery and how it all looks as well. It, it, like, a game, if anyone is like, when you're listening sort of thing, have a look at these games that we've mentioned because some of them just blowing your mind how deep it, it draws you in. And to think it's a video game. Yeah. It's just, it's mm-hmm. madness. It's madness what, if you're what watching video on YouTube, games can do. It'll be on the screen, by the way. I'll has, make sure it's there. Has yeah. anyone yeah, played, uh, kind of in that vein, What Remains of Edith Finch? Because that is a beautiful yes. game yes. as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's one of the ones I just said a second oh, ago sorry. when, when uh, you were saying about <laughs> Firewatch and that. Yeah, that's, that is a very, very cool game. Yeah. Like, I played that in one sitting, just front to back, and it's such a weird experience. You feel so... It's like gone home in a way. Mm-hmm. Like You feel like it's going to be very creepy and scary. And then when you realise what's actually going on, it's not that it's not creepy, because it is kind of creepy, isn't it, really? Yeah, but you realise that like you had nothing to worry about, if that makes sense. You feel safe yeah. after a little while. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to say too much about the story, because it's nice going in not knowing what it is. Yeah. But it's a very unusual experience. And I know everyone who's played it, like uh, Ryan from Pixie Podcast, obviously they played it and had a, a full episode about it. Um, they they just couldn't get their minds around how good of a story it was. It's told in a very interesting way as well, isn't it, Lulu? It is. like Just the, the different perspectives that you get 
from mm. it and like the the I won't ruin it, but the factory one really got to me. That oh, that yeah. Fuck broke yeah. my yeah. heart. I think it's Jesus. one of those games that, and I know not every game has to have this, but it's one of those things where you you really kind of take a look in the mirror afterwards a little bit, and really it makes you think, you know, and it makes you reflect. And I like that in a game, you know. Yeah, same, same, definitely. Sorry, that was quite well, deep. I mean, I think <laughs> no, no, I think that is a perfect place to like wrap this episode up like that's perfect stories are fucking great chef's and we kiss. get them from games chef's kiss <laughs> well done well done lucy sure Good we, way to end yeah. the very quickly is there anything else you guys would like to say like should we very, saying, should we very quickly go over uh give people if you're watching this should we go over the answers for what the uh the five word thingies are yeah oh, let's yeah. do it right. yeah so we'll get so, to read them out and then we'll see if the other people on the podcast can guess first. And then if you get it at home, good on you. Let us know. Good on you, man. Let good us on you, comments. <laughs> uh, okay. Right, Jordan, do you want to go first? Okay. Uh, because I think I messed this up, I'll read it all in one go again, just to be sure. Okay. So, an unlikely yeah. companion... Um, sorry, I fucked it again. How already fucked this? it up. Jesus. <laughs> I know. So the pressure. A family-oriented goth befriends an unlikely companion as they travel through subway stations downtown. One bites and one shoots. There are also sick horses. What game do you think that guy, that is, you guys? I have no idea. Neither do I. No. Genuinely no idea. No. Really? Red I, Dead? I, I That's think what I, I thought. Little, I think I made it a little too misleading, if I'm honest with you. Go on, give us, give us it, give us it. It's the darkness. Ah, oh, such a good game. Is there sick horses in that? Yeah, you go to World War, you go to hell, which for Jackie is World War One, and there are ill horses. And oh yeah, yeah. oh okay. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. I get you. Yeah, I'm sorry, I made that like well whack levels of difficult. I'm really sorry. It was difficult. <laughs> I, I wonder if any listeners got it. Let us know I if hope you did. did. If Comment you do, on this. Well yeah, played. Yeah, uh, Nick. What is yours? Or is it Lulu? So it's Lulu. Lulu, 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 <laughs> Lulu sorry. Lulu, yours. Do you want me to, to say it from the top again first? And then you guys yeah, can guess Yeah, go okay. read through it. So actually, like, I, I really tried to make this mysterious, but when you read it all together, it's kind of obvious. Well, to me anyway. But okay. um, a lean, mean skateboarding machine, a journey to gather eggs, a brave yet sassy hero, a zoo full of companions, multiple worlds, one magical showdown. What do you think it's it is? It's a skateboarding bit that was throwing me off. I was like, is it Billy Hatcher it, and the giant is egg? Is it Jack? Jack and Daxter? No, but that's a good guess. Right. Is it Spyro, Enter the Dragon? Yes. Well, it's Spyro, Year of the Dragon. But yes, it's that one. Well done. I only got that because, the... because the, 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 uh, the, the game case is on a skateboard. Yeah. On the that is a court. very good oh, is he? Well yeah. played. Oh, right. Well played. No, well done, Nick. Yeah, for getting well that done. was a good one. Really. Well done. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Nick, Nick, do you want to hit us with yours, seeing as you won that one? That's all right. Mine's extremely difficult. I will go over the words <laughs> again. You'll never get this. Um, <laughs> never get it. <laughs> so I start with confused cross-dressing clone, terrorists, mega corporation, summon soldier reactors, meteor, life stream, planet alien, gods, spiky hair, 
Chocobo. Spaghetti. <laughs> Spaghetti. <laughs> Final 3D JRPG Materia Ultimate and Fantasy Turn Based Science Fiction Open World Magic. You'll never guess it. Go. Final Fantasy 7. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My favourite <laughs> Final nice. Fantasy. Nightmare Creatures. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, a lot of people's favourite. Yeah, that, that was a good one. Classic. Good choice. So I thought the first Very couple fun. would be good to like throw you off, but then. That's about the most in-depth those ones got. And then after that, it was just, yeah. It's a bit too hard to get after Not that bad, one. Yeah. Uh, right, are you ready for my 25? Yes. 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 Oh. We have hat, neglect, sphere, <laughs> team, bubble, bike, workout, seafoam, bioengineered, bide, four, mansion, moon, surf, train, victory, badge, Cave, root, cut, stone, jewel, collect, catch, and safari. It's Pokemon, isn't it? Any ideas? Is it Pokemon? It is Pokemon! Specifically, the original series, so Pokemon Blue and Red and Yellow. Where does Seafoam come into this? (laughs) Where? Seafoam Island. Seafoam Island. Island. Oh, okay. Uh, I do not remember that in the slightest. I just realized that a lot of the words are Pokemon moves and I hoped... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Also, neglect because the mum lets you go traveling across the world when you're <laughs> as like soon as ten. I thought it was Pokemon. The neglect made so much more sense. <laughs> I was like, ah. Yeah, she's just like, yeah, go on. Yeah. Off you go. You're ten Off now. You Get out of my house. <laughs> was yeah. was Pokemon green or was that one of those fake things? I'm sure as a kid, I remember hearing like only in China Pokemon green came. It was out. just Japan. Japan. Yeah. It, it didn't Japan, release here. Uh, but other people were saying they had it, and I don't know how. I remember like, that. I put a post out on Twitter about it. Imports, was it you maybe? could pick any 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 like Pokemon as long as it was their first evolution as a starter? Was that I remember that was one of those things I remember hearing. Might really, I didn't so know that. One of the unless it was like a a hacked like version but i remember hearing that because again it was someone saying oh i've got pokemon green you can pick any pokemon as long as it's the first evolution as your starter oh weird no, i don't know actually no I, mean, idea. I love those old hacked versions you know like a, a mate of mine um like one of my favorite games I, I you'll see on the video you guys who've just watched this may wondering why i was like diggling around off screen a minute like well, a while back i was trying to get in the box underneath my bed where there is a game boy game and it is 37 games in one and i got it from a market in like turkey or something and it had pokemon red blue and yellow on so i had all the same games on one cartridge so i could never trade between the games um, crazy. But a mate of mine also came back on holiday and he got like Pokemon something. Pokemon Pearl, I know. Was it Pearl? Did Pearl come out? Was that an yep. actual one? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. He had yeah, some, I think so. some other other one. You know, like when Pokemon Crystal wasn't out, it was like first gen stuff. And the Pokemon in the game had human names when you caught them and i remember he caught one that was just called mary and it was the most hilarious thing it's like you caught mary (laughs) jeremiah i choose you i choose you go bob yeah it was just really strange i I love shit like that oh god she would go straight to hr yeah it's not very effective can I speak to the manager? Okay. It's super effective. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys for listening to episode 100 and sticking through this mighty long episode. I'm looking at the clock. It's an hour 45. I know we had a, pre- a preamble before. Hot but damn. Never mind. God Hot damn. damn. indeed. This is a thick episode. I 
It is. Uh, it was so thick. <laughs> Double C's. Oh, Shout out to Stu. That. He knows what we're talking about. <laughs> it was so thick. <laughs> so oh. thick. Big boy. So oh, we God. hope you enjoyed it. And I hope that we get to like another hundred episodes. Like, I can't believe we've made it this far already. And thank you, Nick and Lulu, for joining the burrito family obviously it's great to have you aboard joining on for this next like year that we're going ahead and jordan thank you for sticking around for all this time i can't believe you've <laughs> part with me for this long same <laughs> no, i know shocking isn't it nah, it's been good enjoy it. 100 more it has and the dogs just more. woke up which is good timing perfect right guys if you enjoyed this Leave us a review, leave us a like, all that biz. Hit subscribe as we're on YouTube now as well. Make sure to find us there. Uh, Jordan, where can people find you and the burritos on the socials? They can find us everywhere at Grief Burrito. And if you look underneath each of our faces on the video, if you're watching on YouTube, you can yes. find us at those ats as well. Exactly. Nick, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and now on Twitch. All of the same yes. handle of Ruthlessly Ruffles. Indeed. And Lulu, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Twitch, Lulu underscore Pew. Streaming three times a week. All the gay things, all the fun things. It's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And you can find me at Haswild pretty much everywhere. And listen to us on Cephalpod. It's the fucking sick app. You will love it. New stuff coming soon. So let's do this, guys. Let's get out of here. See you soon. Later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.